On the first day of Whiffmas, my co-host gave to me enough wine to make this repetitive song bearable. On the second day of Whiffmas, my co-host gave to me two Excel spreadsheets and enough wine to make this repetitive song bearable. <laughs> On the third day of Whiffmas, my co-host gave to me three water slides, two Excel spreadsheets, and enough wine to make this repetitive song bearable. On the fourth day of whiff, Miss, my co-host gave to me four charging moose, three water slides, two Excel spreadsheets, and enough wine to make this repetitive song bearable. Just barely. Uh, oh, just barely. You might want to drink it. On the fifth day of whiff, Miss, my co-host gave to me five reasons why my protagonist is doing what she's doing. Four charging moose. Three water slides, two Excel spreadsheets, and enough wine to make this repetitive song almost bearable. Not quite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I've got five and six. All right, on oh, the sixth ahead. day of witness, my co-host gave to me six husbands mowing. Five, five reasons why my protagonist, my protagonist is doing, doing what she's doing. Four charging moves. Three water slides, two Excel spreadsheets, and enough wine to make this repetitive song bearable. Not really. On the seventh <laughs> day of whiff, Miss my co-host gave to me seven awesome drinks, six husbands mowing, five, five reasons why, why my protagonist is doing what she's doing. This was a lot better written. Oh, that poor protagonist. Four oh, charging moose. Three water slides, two Excel spreadsheets, <laughs> and enough wine to make this repetitive song bearable. Oh, God. <laughs> Should we skip to 12? Yes. Nobody will notice. They'll, they'll actually be 11. grateful. Oh, wait. Uh, uh, on okay, the 11th day of whiff, Miss, my co-host gave to me 11 funky birds, 10 apologies to, pardon me while I take off my pants, 8 whiffers cheering. <laughs> Seven awesome drinks, six husbands mowing, five reasons, reasons why my protagonist, protagonist is doing, doing what, she's, what doing. she's doing, four charging moves, three water slides, two Excel spreadsheets, and enough wine to make this repetitive song bearable. Oh, thank God. We still have to do the 12th. Yeah, start. Oh, Go ahead. The 12th day of witness, my ghost gave to me. No one really cares. This song is way too long. They must have been born in the 1800s when they wrote it. Actually, it was the 1700s. Oh, really? That's interesting. <laughs> I wonder if we're bringing any copyright laws. Too late now. Five reasons why my protagonist is doing what she's, what she's doing. Pardon me while I take off my pants. I know it's not the right place for that, but it's still funny. <laughs> Two Excel spreadsheets. And, and enough wine to, to make this repetitive song bearable. <laughs> Although not really, because that was really painful. <laughs> Yay! It's over. It's over, and yet, just beginning. <laughs> This is Whiffer Karen, and I love listening to Will Write for Wine. Oh, yeah. This is Whiffer Mac. 
And you are listening to Will Write for Wine. Hello, this is Wiffer Kim from Colorado, and you are listening to Will Write for Wine. Yay! Hi, this is Wiffer Lily, and I'm listening to Will Write for Wine. This is Wiffer Don, and you're listening to Will Write for Wine. Hello, this is Wiffer Melissa, and you're listening to Will Write for Wine. Happy anniversary! This is Wiffer Wayne, and you are listening to Will Write for Wine. This is Wiffer Ambroise, and you are listening to Will Write for Wine. Hi, this is Wiffer Pimp, my mixer Pam, and you are listening to Will Write for Wine. Take it away, girls! Thank you, Whippers. <laughs> Welcome to We'll Write for Wine, a podcast about wine, writing, and song. Yeah, sorry about that, but mostly wine and writing. <laughs> we had to make up for all the song we didn't have in the other 59 episodes. This is yeah. Lonnie Diane Rich. And this is Samantha Graves. <laughs> Tonight's show is a surprise for all our Whippers out there. Yes, just when you thought it was safe to go out into cyberspace. But uh, happy holidays to everyone, no matter how you celebrate them. Yes, we think of this as our holiday gift to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not restarting the regular podcast, but we thought a holiday special was not out of the question. Right, right. And we would have <laughs> sent wine, but, well, we drank it. So <laughs> speaking of which, <laughs> Lonnie, what whiffer wine are you drinking tonight? Well, I'll tell you, I am having a 2006 Behringer Chardonnay. Mm. The wine notes are bright green apple and pear flavors. And apparently the bright green is the color or the flavor. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, balanced with vanilla oak as opposed to regular oak. <laughs> I don't know. Notes so for a <laughs> rich, silky finish. So there it's a go. white oak and a green wine. It's not really green, right? It's not really green. No, oh, okay. It's straw colored like every other Chardonnay. Yeah. <laughs> um, the website is at Behringer.com, um, <laughs> so it's nice and simple to find that. And, uh, you know, it's it's a nice, solid go-to Chardonnay. This is absolutely the kind of Chardonnay that, you know, it's very nice and smooth, and, you know, it's good. So I, I like it a lot. It's 13.9% alcohol, and it was a gift, but I think Behringer is usually around 10 bucks a bottle. Yeah. So I'm not sure. But uh, anyway, I'm giving it five glasses because, you know what, I'm in a good mood. Awesome. So holiday time. And I, I like it very much and I'm enjoying it. Awesome. <laughs> How about you? Well, I am drinking a 2006 Kandana. Kandani? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Chianti. <laughs> Dear God. It never gets better. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. The wine notes are this Chianti comes from a very careful selection of Sangiovese and Merlot grapes. It has mm-hmm. an intense ruby purple red color and a fresh almond and mature blackberry fragrance with a soft, warm, dry, and pulpy taste. Okay. I'm sorry. A pulpy since yeah. when is a pulpy taste a good thing? I you know it's not. And I was good until I got to pulpy. <laughs> and then all kinds of things popped into my head. Because, not good well, things. First of all, things I don't want to drink. To have, wine is supposed to be no pulp, right? I mean <laughs> It's am not I, like we're already... talking about orange juice here, you know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like wine generally, I think, should be no pulp involved. Right. So what are the, you know, I miss the wine writers. I do. One of the things yeah. I miss most mm-hmm. about Will Write for Wine, doing it every week, is just <laughs> these wine writers who are quite obviously insane. <laughs> As sitting in a I room, think... sipping wine, no. getting drunk, and just writing whatever they want. Yeah. I don't think they're working in the marketing group. 
I don't. I don't know, think so. But <laughs> anyway, uh, they do have a website, so thank you very much for that. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, this is my new favorite everyday wine, which okay. sounds yeah, which sounds worse than it is actually. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> But I love it. I really love uh-huh. it. It good, is twelve percent alcohol. It is seventeen ninety nine for a Magnum. Ooh, I like it. And uh, <laughs> you're not fooling around. You're buying no. the Magnum. And I, I had to because they didn't have the smaller bottles. So what can oh, I say? Well, you know what yeah. you can do. What are you gonna do? So I'm giving it a Will Ride for Wine rating of five. There five we go. glasses. It's <laughs> fabulous. So it's a good night for us. It is. <laughs> it is. We, we've been saying and everything. And we did have a bit of our wine before we sang the uh, 12 days. We did, as you can probably tell. Yeah. <laughs> took a while. You know, that's not a good song to begin with, but. It's hey. not. And you know what? It doesn't matter if your voice is good or bad or what. Like, you, nobody sounds good. That and Happy Birthday. No. Yeah. Nobody sounds good singing those songs. No. I don't know what that's about. No. <laughs> Very true. All right. Well, now we've gotten that taken care of. It's time for our PSA. We'll be right back. Okay. At Will Write for Wine, we take our civic responsibility very seriously. We don't want anyone getting into any trouble just because we made drinking wine look cool. So we'd like to make the following statements. We are cool. We just happen to be drinking wine while being cool. It's not the wine that's cool. It's us. And you, of course, because you listen to us and you're obviously in the top 1% of cool. So you should be happy about that. And that's it. That covers it. But the public service announcement is scheduled for a full minute. So... Underage people get a Pepsi. No soup for you. And if you're planning on driving tonight, put the glass down. Not worth it. Also, never pluck your eyebrows when you've been drinking. That's a handy piece of advice. Oh, and if you put a bottle of Chardonnay in the freezer to chill it quickly, set a timer. A loud timer. Trust us, the last thing you want is a bottle of Chardonnay exploding all over your veggies. And if you're over the age of 35, no drinking games. You're going to have to trust us on that one. Okay, that's it. Time's up. Just remember, it's not the wine that's cool. It's you. Welcome back. I'm Samantha Graves. And I'm Lonnie Diane Rich. And this is Will Write for Wine, special holiday edition 2008. (laughs) And uh, since we don't have any questions on hand from you guys, uh, because we stopped doing the podcast, we we asked our kids. Yes, we were that desperate. Mm -hmm. So uh, here is my daughter. Do you base some of your characters on real people you know or have met? Do some of your characters reflect aspects of your personality, appearance, or beliefs? Well, thank you for the question. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't usually base characters on people I actually know, but I do pull some characteristics from certain people, you know, depending. Usually the less I know them, the more likely I am to pull characteristics because they're still kind of a character to me. If I know them really well, they're real people, and I just can't mix reality with my fiction. Yeah. Um, but I think that every character I write, though, has some element of me in them. I mean, including the villains, sad to say, <laughs> which is why almost all of my villains are completely inept. <laughs> I would be like the worst villain in the world. First of all, I'm lazy. And second of all, I can't plan anything. (laughs) As we all know by my inability to use Sam's spreadsheets. No. (laughs) Well, I think your villains are great. Oh, Um, thank you. Yeah. Mine, on the other hand, are a little scary. and, and, (laughs) And yes, I guess they are elements of me. Yeah, I try to keep that uh, away from the family. 
Oh, and uh, like Lonnie, I don't use people I know, but I do use parts of them. Mm-hmm. And um, and the rest is me and whatever my muse throws my way. <laughs> so, yeah. That's but good, good question, Rachel. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And now my son's question. On average, do you write a day? Well, thank you, Ryan. <laughs> Does he sound um, like like he's all grown up or what? I know. This is my little boy. He sounds like a man. <laughs> Jeez. And he's really not going to like listening to that. No, he's <laughs> not. Like, You're a man. <laughs> you know. All right. Anyway, sorry, Ryan. Um, anyway, I tend to think a lot and then write like the wind. So when I'm thinking, I'm averaging like no pages a day, which makes me feel like a big fat loser. But when I'm really writing, which I'm doing now, I get uh, 10 to 15 pages a day. So that's pretty good. Yeah, that's good. Um, I, I don't write enough a day. Um <laughs> You know, because I'm fried by the time I get home from work, oh, right. I don't mm-hmm. I don't stress myself out trying to write during the week because yeah. for me it's just mm-hmm. it's impossible. So I try to spend right. that time like you do. I, I try to spend right. it thinking. Mm-hmm. So then when I do the writing on the weekend um, and when I'm under contract, <laughs> I try to write right. at mm-hmm. least 20 pages a week. So Which I just kind of just whatever days that ends up to be on. So. Yeah. Yeah. I know if I average it out to like I figure a book a year, it's probably like a page a day. Yeah. <laughs> like average it out. Uh, you know. But uh it's just it all depends, you yeah. know, it's variety there. And every right, book so is now, different too, so Right, every book is different. That's yeah. absolutely true. Yeah. Um all right, so now we're gonna move on to my children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sweetness and light. And we're gonna start with sweetness. So go ahead. <laughs> Grace on the bus says there's no Santa Claus. Is it true that there's no Santa Claus? Ha! Ah. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> okay, how about we skip to light? Okay, that's good, that's good. Right. Let's skip to light, okay. <laughs> Can I have a swim to me, puppy? Okay, well, that's a good question. It depends on how good you are between now and Christmas. Ah. Santa's pretty picky about who he gives the swim to me puppy to. Uh, you have to be really 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 super good mm. so uh you know like invasion of the body snatcher is good what's invasion of the body snappers okay sam you can feel that one ah uh? <laughs> <laughs> oh no 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 <laughs> you don't want to take that one from no no no, no thanks <laughs> well yeah that takes care of that then thanks for the questions kids oh yeah <laughs> And now we're going to move on to... This Week in the Forums! Thanks, Thanks, Mac! Mac. (laughs) This Week on the Forums, the hot topic was NaNoWriMo! Mm. Congratulations to all the whiffers out there who are doing us proud, man. We had over 20 participants, which is awesome! Drink! (laughs) And we wrote over a half a million words. Oh, my God. Seriously, half a million words. I added them all up. It was amazing. Oh, my God, that's so cool. Yeah. I mean, computers were bursting into flames and brains were <laughs> melting and, oh, the humanity. But <laughs> anyway, we hope everyone is recovering with wine. Oh, yeah. yeah we're up to 212 members. I, I don't oh know where God. they're coming from. We're, we aren't even paying them. So, I um, know. Y- yeah. So happy with Miss Newfers. Newfers. <laughs> It's like a whole different language, isn't it? It is. It is. 
We come up with a whole different thing. Well, that's just, uh, that's incredible. And you know what? The the new newfers, you should come in and introduce yourselves. We all want to meet you. So. Yes, please. All right. Well, now it's time to take a short break, and we will be right back. everyone, Lonnie here. Uh, for those of you on the forums, you might remember how everyone kind of yelled at me when I forgot the release day for my romantic comedy, Wish You Were Here, uh, the book which Romantic Times Magazine called Delightful and Fascinating, available wherever books are sold. And as such, I've taken up an entire spot tonight just to promote myself. So, no more yelling at me. Okay, for instance, did any of you notice the starred review that Publishers Weekly gave Dogs and Goddesses, my collaborative novel written with New York Times bestselling authors Jennifer Cruz and Ann Stewart, available February 3rd, 2009 from St. Martin's Press, everywhere books are sold? Well, they called it a quirky charmer, an amusing standout novel. So yeah, there's that. Oh, also, for the writers out there, I'm teaching some fun writing workshops this spring through my website. There's some space in the first session starting in February for the Discovery Workshop in which you develop and brainstorm a novel idea until you've got something you're ready to write. It's really fun, collages and discovery writing and soundtracks and all that really cool stuff. And I'm also leading a revision workshop in which you beat the novel you've already written into submission. And that's really fun too. Workshops run for six weeks and include a cozy class of six people doing the work in a private email loop with me giving encouragement and advice in addition to standard weekly lectures. Registration is limited, so head on over to workshops.lonniedianerich.com to sign up today. Also, wouldn't make a bad Christmas gift if you know you want to hint to the ones who love you just saying so uh there's my self-promotional minute which should make up for the fact that i regularly forget when my book comes out so uh are you happy now okay thanks for coming back with us i'm lonnie diane rich and i'm samantha graves and this is will write for wine special holiday edition Woo-hoo! 2008 and oh yeah i forgot and we have sound effects bells (laughs) bells i know you got the bells (laughs) and this is the c block we thought we'd do something really fun uh a writer improv but with a little different spin we're writing a christmas story Mm -hmm. i'm sure it's going to be a classic too and (laughs) (laughs) scrooge back up Makes room. Yeah, yeah, look out. Um, I, and I picked Christmas because it's the only holiday celebration I know. <laughs> exactly. If we did a Hanukkah one, trust me, it would just be oh, it was, Kwanzaa, be any of them. Yeah, so whatever your holiday is, we completely respect it. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually really ignorant even about Christmas. I believe it involves a baby <laughs> of some kind. I don't know. Um, <laughs> wise men. I don't know. I'm not really up on it. But... Um, <laughs> So, yeah, so we we really had no idea when we started this because um, we've spent, like, probably the last three hours just trying to get our computers reconnected to do the podcast. So (laughs) we're kind of out of practice, I think, with the whole podcast thing. And we both used to do it was like a well-oiled machine there for a while, and now we're like, ah, we both have new computers that we're working on. Yeah, Yeah. nothing's working. Passwords are gone. Oh, yeah. It's just forget it. So we're going to do this improv and it mm-hmm. should really be interesting and um lonnie's got her osho zen cards and right. i've got my apples to apples cards and right. we're going to just pick a bunch of cards and go from there we're just gonna do it yeah <laughs> right. you want to start with an osho zen oh okay okay you ready yeah go ahead 
Aren't aren't y'all glad we planned this out carefully so that we wouldn't be wasting your precious holiday time in which you have to go shopping and write out Christmas cards? Yeah. All right. So the first one I have is transformation. Hmm. Which I think is a good one. I like that. I like that. I like that too. Yeah. All right. So what do you have for apples to apples? Oh, Lordy. Um, bagpipes. (laughs) Bagpipes. Oh, bagpipes are good. Okay. No, that's awesome. All right, my next is rebirth. Oh, I like that. That's good. That's a good one. That's a that's and a really... it goes very well with transformation. That's harmonizing. Mm-hmm. And so, what what do you have for uh, apples? Apples. California. Okay, good. No, that's good. Location. Location. Excellent. Oh, location. Thank goodness. Location. We had it's no all idea. Yeah. And my third one is adventure. Oh. I like that. I like that, too. Okay, what else do you have? <laughs> I got duct tape. <laughs> duct tape? No way! Oh, awesome! <laughs> the nefarious uses of duct tape. I love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. All, All right, right, so now we've got... um. So tell me yours again. Transformation? Transformation, rebirth, and adventure. Ah. And you have, what was your first one again? Uh, Bagpipes. Bagpipes, (laughs) California, and duct tape, right? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's start with, we've got a heroine. Okay. Who is in the middle of a transformation Mm -hmm. of her own. Okay. She is a bagpipe salesperson. Or she could play the bagpipe. There's not a lot of women that can pull off the bagpipe, so. She could be. So she should be, like, should she be Scottish? Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she's Scottish. Mm-hmm. And she's playing the bagpipes at Christmas. Ooh. Outside of, like, Macy's. Yeah. Yeah. So she's playing, like, Christmas songs on the bagpipes mm-hmm. outside of Macy's for money. And she's got, like, a little hat. <laughs> she's getting donations in. <laughs> And a kilt. She's wearing the skirt. Get a kilt. Well, you know, it's a, it's you know, women. Yeah, wear the. Uh, do women don't wear the skirts? Though, do they? I no, I the think kilts? they do. Do women wear kilts? Well, what else would they wear? <laughs> well, I mean, nowadays I no women idea. can't really wear anything. I don't know. You I, know what? I have a feeling this isn't going to go well. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't want to be like a negative Nelly or anything. I just feel like this is okay. So we've got we've got the, her and she's playing. What's her name? Oh, well, it's got to be a Scottish name. Do you know any Scottish? Names? Kelly. <laughs> Nelly. Kelly. Kelly. I think that's Irish, but you know what? That's fine. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Scottish Irish. It's all the same. <laughs> Let's just throw it together. Okay, so she's Kelly, the Scottish bagpipe player, <laughs> working outside of Macy's. Now Macy's where? Oh, now is she in? She's in Cal. Is she in California? I, you know, I think she's in she New York. Or does she start out? Does she go to California? So I she think be in she's New in New York. She's in New York, where it's cold. Yeah. And yeah. it's nasty, and she's playing bagpipes. Uh huh. And so. And then she gets happens? kidnapped. <laughs> she gets kidnapped. And she's tied up with duct tape. <laughs> So, you know, you've got this nice girl, you know, mm-hmm. sitting on the corner and... Right. And, and then, I've, okay, yeah. so she's, okay, so so she is, she's playing bagpipes. She's trying to make a little extra money. Uh-huh. She's lost her job because 
it's sad, but in this economy, everybody's lost mm-hmm. their job. So, um, so and then, so, so she, I think she should take pity on somebody and like have it be an act of kindness uh-huh. that gets her duct tape in the trunk. Okay. The the car. Or maybe not the trunk, maybe the backseat. No, is it the hero who drags her out to California? You know, tapes her and drags her out to California. is there a shortage of bagpipe players in California? <laughs> that he would need to take her to California? Maybe he's got a, a band and uh-huh. they need a bagpipe player. <laughs> so he kidnaps her? Because it's easier than putting up a notice on Craigslist? There'd have to be a reason why she'd get kidnapped and duct taped. Well, maybe to. he thinks she's somebody else. You know, this is oh, what happens. Or when maybe we the romantic comedy writer with the romantic suspense writer. Because I'm just like, oh, she's playing the bagpipes. It's funny for money. And you're like, oh, she's kidnapped. You know, or maybe uh-huh. he uh-huh. steals her bagpipes because he thinks that she stole them from somebody else. Oh. And maybe they're like special bagpipes. <gasps> oh, that could be really fun. Yeah. And then special bagpipes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she has to follow him or she, and she won't has to chase him. She, yeah, or she won't let go of the bagpipes and then he has right. no choice but to take her with him. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> he needs the bagpipes. <laughs> ah, okay. Um okay, so <laughs> And it's Christmas. It's Christmas. Right. Okay, well, she's doing the bagpipes. What if he's, like, running from something, Mm -hmm. and he bumps into her, and he breaks her bagpipes, and that's, like, the end of her rope. Like, she is already frustrated, and so he breaks the bagpipes at the end of a very, very long day, and Mm -hmm. so she chases him in full Christmas spirit, chases him (laughs) down the street with the bagpipes, like, you will fix these, you will fix these, and so he's in the middle of something where he's getting chased by somebody, Uh and so he has to jump in the car and run away, and she jumps in after him. Oh, because somebody starts shooting at him. Somebody, oh, sure. sure, Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Somebody starts shooting at him, and then she, the only thing she can do is jump in the car with him. Right, because she has nothing. She is completely flat broke busted. Mm -hmm. Everything in her life has completely fallen apart. It's a total tower, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so she chases him. Like, she's so desperate at this point that she chases him down. And jumps in the car with him. And then he jumps in the car and he's like, what are you doing? Get out. And then somebody shoots and he takes off. And I think it's at that point. I don't think anybody should start shooting at them until she jumps in the car with them. And he doesn't have a chance. She doesn't have a chance to jump out again. And he takes off. Uh-huh. And she's in the car. And she's like, people are shooting at you. You know, and he's like, I know. And then he uh-huh. tells her they have to go to California. Right. Which would be fun because you get the yeah. whole trek across America at the Christmas time. The whole trek across America. Why would she go with him though? We have to motivate her. Why would she not get out at the like first because stop? Because he tells her that once they get to California, he'll be able to give her the money and get her bagpipes fixed. Oh, there you go. Yes. But why? Why would you stay with somebody who's being shot at though? I mean, even if the shooting stops, like I think there needs because she's like desperate. She's got to have her bagpipes fixed. She's and desperate. If, she's got to have her bagpipes fixed. And she's fixed. broke. And, and she wants to get out of New York. Oh, that could be something too. There's got to yeah. be something where she's she's you know she'll be looking at it and thinking, all right. But I think she'd want to know now. Why is he being shot at? I think she'd want to know that. <laughs> What's his name? Well, let me see. What what else do we have here? Uh, we have rebirth, uh huh, and adventure. Adventure, 
Okay, well, she so, wants... I mean, definitely, if you're getting shot at, there's, there's yeah. your adventure right there. Right. But, well, I mean, the rebirth, I think, is going to be her process. Yeah, but you know, she's transformation, this. so he's got to be rebirth. He's so what if he's re okay. trying to start over again? He's trying to leave his past in New York City behind him, and he's trying to right. start over again in, in California. Mm -hmm. And when mm -hmm. he gets there, everything's going to be better, and nobody will know him, and he'll have a clean start. Right. Who's shooting at him? I think it should be somebody in his family, like his brother <laughs> or his uncle. I think it should be. Now, I think see me. Should be from... I'm thinking mob. Right. <laughs> You're like no brother. Brother. Well, but I think that's funny because you know I go for the whole funny thing, and you're like, yeah, the mob shooting at him. But like, I mean, if he's going for a rebirth where he's looking to, you know, basically completely redefine himself, I think it would be interesting if it was his family that was so messed up that one of them would actually chase him with a gun. Ah, yes. <laughs> you know, yes. Because I mean, that's a, that's a rebirth when you basically have to separate from. You know, and he would be like a Bronx, you know, Queens type of guy. Like, mm -hmm. he'd be a guy that just grew up in New York that was totally a New York guy, you know. Yeah. And um, and his family is crazy, mm -hmm. you know, so his brother is, like, chasing him. And he, you know, or something, and he, maybe he owes them money or something like that. But, like, you know, that his brother would chase him with it. Or, with or he mm -hmm. didn't want to go to Christmas with the family. <laughs> You know, I'm not sure somebody would chase you with a gun for that. I think that, like, if his, you know, something with it, and I would want to, if, if my family were chasing me with a gun, I'd mm -hmm. want to skip Christmas with them, too, you know. I'd mm -hmm. be like, you know what, maybe I'll catch it, you know, Valentine's Day or something. But, um. Okay, so either way, he's, he wants to start over again. He's running, and he wants to, and he's going to go to California, and there's something in California that he's going to be able to get, that he's going to be able to pay off his brother mm -hmm. for whatever it is that his brother's chasing him down for. And then he's going to be able to buy her bagpipes or whatever. And in the meantime, like during the trip, you know, the, the cross country trip, mm -hmm. he would, um, um, I, I think at a certain point he tried to fix her bagpipes with duct tape. <laughs> Just this very, you know, like, I think that there would be a moment where, like, at first, he's probably just annoyed by her, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And um, and I think that he would kind of want to get rid of her, too. But she would stick with him because she's like, no, you're going to fix this. Because she would have to be so desperate at yeah. this point. I mean, if you're playing bagpipes on the street for money, yeah. you know, or in the subway or something or whatever, wherever she is. Um, she'd have to be on the street because she'd be mm -hmm. hopping into his car. But, um, but, I mean, if you're playing the bagpipes on the street for money, you're pretty desperate. Yeah. So I think that she would have to be in, like, a completely desperate. Like, she's lost her job. Mm -hmm. You know, her boyfriend has kicked her out. She's in a place to stay. You know, she was basically making money so that she could buy a hotel room for the night or mm -hmm. something like that, you know. And um, and then, so she ends up with him, and she's got nowhere else to go. So she's basically just going to, you know, latch on to him until mm -hmm. he fixes her bagpipes. And then... Um, so he's going out to California for what is he going to get out there that's going to give him money? Oh, it's what is it be, that he's going to do? It's got to be some something that maybe somebody owes him, mm -hmm. a friend or whatever that uh -huh. he's trying to work a deal with. Or I can't imagine that if somebody was shooting at him that he wasn't into some, you know, some stuff that maybe wasn't on the up and up. Right. Right. You know. You know. Which would mm -hmm. be interesting because if that was the case, then he's really not starting over again. He's just doing the same thing. Oh, what if he's a con man? Yeah. What I if mean, he's a con man? But he's going to go out to California and get a straight job. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe the people that were shooting at him might not be his family. They might be the people that he ripped off. 
Right, 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 yeah. right. So, which yeah. is interesting mm-hmm. because what if he just went out to California with the idea that he was just going to come up with a different crop of, of people that he could con? Mm-hmm. And then he changes as he goes across the country with her. Right. Mm-hmm. And then decides once he gets there that, you know, that the hard part is he won't be able to get the money the way he normally does to fix her bagpipes. Right. You know, he's going to have to come clean with her and tell her what he does and tell her mm-hmm. that it's going to take longer and, you know. And Oh, so- and what if he's, <laughs> what if he wants to go and just come clean and like end this crazy con man existence because mm-hmm. it just isn't working for him? Like, you know, again, and I love my inept criminals, like if he's just not very good at it, you know, <laughs> like he's not making a lot of money doing the con man thing. He's not really good at it. And mm-hmm. then she... Ends up being really good at it. <laughs> so she's oh the one who's God. like, you know, doing the honest living thing. And he's who's not. But then she ends yeah. up being a really good con man. And so as they're going across the country, you know, like maybe she's maybe he's giving her. Yeah, up. yeah, maybe he's, he's giving, giving her lessons, but yeah. he's not any good at it. Like he can tell her how to do it. He's like, well, this is kind of how you do it. And this is what you do. And then she's just completely brilliant with the whole con man thing. So yeah. like. So that's her transformation is that by the time they get to California, she's like, oh, dude, I can totally do this. And he, meanwhile, just wants to get a real job you know? <laughs> because he's the worst con man in America. <laughs> okay. So what if they pull off the con, they uh-huh. pull off a con and, right. and it, he, he decides to do one last one and that'll be it. And she'll pay well, for she, bagpipes yeah, she and says, everything I else. Need Oh, because at the end, like, she's like, I need, you know, and it's not, and it becomes more about more than the bagpipes for her that like, she, she needs to make enough money to get a fresh start. And that's Mm -hmm. all she needs him for is that he can give her enough guidance that she can. And so like, as they're going across the country, you know, she's conning and she's out conning the con man. Like Mm -hmm. she's doing so much better than he is. You know, she's like out exceeds the student exceeds the master, you know, and he's not much of a master, you know? And so that by the time they get to California, she has a complete, you know, con that she's figured out about this is what we're going to do. Right. And I need you to help me do this so that I can get a fresh start in my life. And then we can both get a fresh start. We can separate. Yeah. You can get a fresh start and get a real job. You can pay off the people who are shooting at you. Mm-hmm. And then you can get a real job and live a regular life. And okay. I can start this con man existence. But uh-huh. they make the money. They yeah. do the con. Uh-huh. And then something happens. Right. And somebody desperately needs the money. Uh-huh. And this is where the Christmas part comes in. Is it like Gift of the Magi? Yes. Should we Gift of the Magi this thing? Yes. Because you, know you know that story, right? Where she yeah. all she wants is a comb for her hair. Mm-hmm. And all he wants is something. And so she ends up cutting her hair to pay yes. for the thing for him. And then he ends up giving away like the tuba or whatever it is that he wanted. So, yep. that he could, so I mean, so like they, so they can gift to the Magi this yeah. whole thing where basically she gives up what she needs, you know, mm-hmm. for him. And then he gives up you know what he most wants to get her something so the, the the gifts that they give each other in the end are useless because they both gave up the thing like she gives up the bagpipes right you know and, and he it, gives, and his up would be <laughs> he gives up the car that was so held together like with a... duct tape <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so he sells the car to fix her bagpipes and she sells the bagpipes to fix his car yes it's perfect Aww. that could be really sweet i like it I like it too. 
duct tape covering the bullet holes. I love I it. Know. And then duct tape is the answer to everything. Duct it tape is. is like the symbol for their love. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that it's the thing. It's holding together her bagpipes. It's, it's ugly, but it's car. sticky. <laughs> it's ugly, but it's sticky. And it does the job. And it fixes everything, just yes. like love. So you could have duct tape be the symbol of, you know, the power of, of love. And you know what? It's okay in a holiday story to get really super cheesy about these things. Yes. <laughs> Because it's the holiday. That's and right. And of course, you realize we have to title this on the next block, right? Oh, crap. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that part. <laughs> we have to figure out the title. <laughs> All right. Well, I well, guess that... Uh, that turned yeah, out far better than I expected it to. I really... Yeah. When we started out, I thought that that was going to be really, really bad. But, you know, we pull in the gift of the magi. I think we can make that work. Yeah. I think so, too. <laughs> Even with duct tape. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps up a rock and sea block. <laughs> Aren't you so glad that we came back from this extended hiatus just to give you that sea block? <laughs> jingle, 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 jingle. <laughs> oh, we need a drink. We'll be oh, right back. <laughs> Usually the show is for writers, but we know there are some of you out there who haven't come over to the dark side yet and <laughs> who still haven't finished your holiday shopping for your favorite writers. Right, so for our non-writers out there, here's our top 10 best holiday gifts for writers. Yeah. Number 10, a writing retreat with all her writing friends. Him or his or her. His or her. His or her. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Number nine, office supplies or a case of printer paper. Give mm -hmm. Santa hand delivering that one. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, trip to Ireland or England or Mexico or the Caribbean, you know, for research purposes. Oh, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Number seven, a new Mac or PC computer. Oh, yeah. We can mm -hmm. both vouch for that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Number six, a gift card for Barnes & Noble because writers read. They do. And number five is chocolate. Pretty much that works for everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> number four is wine. Well, duh. Right. <laughs> number three is a voice recorder. So your writer doesn't drive off the road trying to write down little bits of dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> number two, high-speed internet for research purposes. Right. And number one... Yeah. It's a book deal. Oh, yeah. So, you know, get, get right on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Happy right. shopping. Happy holidays. <laughs> My dad would be happy with a new video game. Lonnie Diane Rich. And this is Will Write for Wine. Special holiday 2008 episode. <laughs> jingle, 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 jingle. <laughs> and Lonnie came up with a great title for our rocking new Christmas classic. <laughs> Go ahead, Lonnie. Cal California scheming. Perfect. <laughs> love it. I love it. All right. Well, um, we have nothing to give away. Um, right. This is it. Yeah, but never fear. <laughs> we are bringing back. We're not doing it again next week. Trust yeah. us after what we've been through tonight. No way. <laughs> we 
keep saying all night. We're like, whose idea was it to do a special holiday episode? <laughs> Let me see. We're about five hours into the podcast right now. So, yes. yes. And we've still got a long way to go. Oh, yeah. Because there's editing involved. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, oh, uh, but never fear. We are bringing back an oldie but goodie. We recommend. Yes. Oh, and I have a great one. Oh, cool. Um, it's an audio podcast called Space Casey by Christiana Ellis. Um, just go to spacecasey.com or type in Space Casey into iTunes, and it should bring you right there. It's really, really cute. It's done more like an audio play than an audiobook, and it really made me laugh. I mean, it's excellent to listen to while you're doing boring household chores. This made laundry go by so fast for me in the past week. Um, and the cool thing was that Nobilis, you know, our mm-hmm. whiffer, Nobilis, he was in it. He had a part in the finale. Cool. So I'm listening to it. I was like, oh, my God, I know him. You know, so that was very exciting. Um, that was a very, a very exciting surprise for me. So uh, apparently there's, like, this whole community of people who produce these things. And uh, I'm excited to look up some more of them. I think it's it's very cool. It's very creative. It's really fun. So it's a really fun way to spend an afternoon. Cool. That mm-hmm. sounds fun. It is. Well, this week I'm recommending Christmas lights. Mm-hmm. I have a philosophy that you can never have too many lights on the tree, <laughs> around the house, on the cat. <laughs> they're cheap, they're festive, and if they don't burn down your house, they will make you smile. They certainly will. And yes. it just reminds me, I haven't gotten my Christmas tree yet. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm, a little, I'm a little behind How can we year. be friends? I don't I know. I don't know. Honestly, I'm really not sure. I know, especially because I got your Christmas card like three weeks ago. I, I'm like the Christmas queen. <laughs> I know. And I honestly don't do I mean, I do stuff just enough to like make it, you know, worth it for the girls. Mm-hmm. Like it's all about the kids. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> up next we have the, are you ready? Yeah. Dun, 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 Weekly weigh-in. Just all that weekly when you haven't been around for four months. <laughs> oh, man. So, Lottie, how'd you do these past couple months? Well, I'll tell you. I've been working on this one project, mm-hmm. you know, really trying to do something new and different for a while. I, You know, I wrote almost 100 pages. Cool. And then I threw them all away. Oh, no. <laughs> and reworked the concept. And so now I'm really rocking on it. I love it. I'm writing every day. And I've done the opening three chapters, which is, like, once I've got the opening three chapters down, I can start rocking from there. It's mm-hmm. that opening scene that I write and I rewrite and I rewrite mm. and I rewrite. And it just kind of is constantly like grinding my wheels but I'm totally past that now and I'm completely rocking it's actually cool. might get finished this book actually might get finished someday which is a very exciting concept for me so for the moment it's called the next time you see me but mm-hmm. who knows what it'll be when it's done once it sells I will let everybody know on the forums I promise oh cool cool how about you how you been well I did good I sold a CJ Berry shapeshifter series to Kate Seaver at Berkeley yay, yay! very excited <laughs> yeah. um it will be out sometime in 2010, I expect. It'll yeah. be out in trade size paperback. And, um, Yay! Yep, and I'm mm-hmm. really, really excited. And uh, working title right now is Shadow Games, uh, mm-hmm. which I really like. So. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Well, that is very exciting news yes. to have C.J. Barry back. Because Samantha Graves, you know, um, Sam, mm-hmm. Cindy, whatever your name is. <laughs> 
I never know what the hell to call you. I'm your best friend. Um, has been writing, as you all know, under C.J. Berry for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. And then she did the Samantha Graves books. And now she's, you know, resurrecting C.J. Berry, which is fabulous because those books are just amazing. Thank you. So I'm, I'm very, very excited about that. Although I love your Samantha Graves stuff, too. Mm-hmm. I love everything you do. Thank you. All right. Well, now it's time for our co-host challenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this week, it's killer words. So, all right. Hit me. All right. My word for you, I've, I've given you a... a an easy one because oh, of the good. holidays you know oh you're so much nicer than mm-hmm. me because mine isn't easy at all but go ahead <laughs> my word is photophile photophile mm-hmm. p-h-o-t-o-p-h-i-l-e yes i told Somebody you it was easy likes pictures uh close close <laughs> somebody likes light <laughs> loving light Oh, there you That's go. That's me. I'm a photophile. <laughs> you are. You are a photophile. <laughs> Especially if they're Christmas lights. <laughs> a photophile. I know now. Well, that works really well. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for mine? Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, you're not going to like me anymore. Uh-huh. Okay. It's umphaloskeptic. <laughs> I'm skeptic. Oh, wow. <laughs> U-M-P-H-U-L-A-S-K-E-P-I-C. Oh, not really that cl- <laughs> Kind of close. You got the P-H right and the S-K. <laughs> it's right, somebody who doesn't believe in umphalophagus. <laughs> <laughs> You would think there would be that the skeptic would be able to give it away, but mm-hmm. actually, that's kind of a red herring. It doesn't have anything to do uh, with not believing anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, the spelling, first of all, is O M P H A L O S K E P T I C. Uh huh. So, you, so you had, you had chunks I of it. Of course, yeah. Which was good, yes. And it is one who contemplates or meditates upon one's navel. I think it's literally, like, you know how they've got the navel-gazing, like, the people who write endlessly about their thoughts and feelings and all that kind of stuff? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Like, basically write out their therapy? Mm -hmm. Well, I think that this is, like, literally an obsession with one's navel. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I just think that that's an interesting word. I'm full of skeptic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. That's another humiliating D-block for oh, your yeah. intrepid host. And uh, we're going to go drink our sorrows away, so we'll be right back. 200 years into the future, mankind has conquered the solar system. Humanity has entered a new era of peace and exploration. But a looming threat could spell the end of everything. The fate of civilization rests in the hands of an unlikely hero. Um, excuse me, hero? You know, I've been called a lot of things over the years. Criminal, con artist, traitorous bitch. But hero? Well, yes, but they were being sarcastic. This is the story of how I saved the universe. Space Casey is an audio drama miniseries from Christiana Ellis. Subscribe now at www.spacecasey.com.
you'll love it. Trust me. Well, it's time for last call here on Will Write for Wine. We hope you had as much fun as we did. Yes, and we have to say, this is a one-time deal, but it was fun. It was fun. We had a good time kind of coming back and revisiting the whole reason why we quit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) As we're coming into hour number six, trying to get this thing put together. (laughs) We just don't want to get anyone's hopes up, but we did want to thank our whiffers for hanging with us. You know, we said we'd do it all for you, and we weren't Mm -hmm. kidding. That's absolutely true. And mm-hmm. so, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and a lovely Rohatsu, Ramadan, Kwanzaa, and Yule to all. <laughs> and you Not notice going. I put that in there and I left all those for <laughs> you. <laughs> exactly. And I don't even think Ramadan is necessarily, does that happen at this time of year? I, mean, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Whatever it is you celebrate or don't celebrate, yes. it's to have fun and enjoy. Yes. <laughs> All right, so until next time, this is Lonnie. And this is Sam saying if you can't write for money, then write for wine. Yay! Bye! Bye! Bye. Bye. How it used to be To lie on the floor by the light of the Christmas tree Thanks for joining us for this special episode of Will Write for Wine, brought to you by Pure Whim. Special thanks goes out to all the whiffers who've kept up the community on the Will Write for Wine forums. For those of you who haven't ventured out there yet, please join us up at willwriteforwine.com forward slash forum. Also, we'd like to thank the WWFWBFF Adrian Pierce for the use of her song, Making Angels, for the close of tonight's show. You can get her music at iTunes and on Amazon.com as MP3s or traditional CDs. Be sure to visit her at adrianpierce.com and tell her that Lonnie and Sam sent you. We hope you all have a lovely holiday, and while you're suffering through holiday parties with insufferable people, just remember, that which doesn't kill us can go in the book. Happy holidays, everyone. Bye! Down in the street light.